Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Thank you for attending Wayjax Corporation 2021 Second Quarter Results Webcast. On today's webcast will be Mark Foote, Wayjax President Chief Executive Officer, and Mr. Stuart Old, Chief Financial Officer. Please be advised that this webcast is being recorded. Please note that this webcast contains forward-looking statements. Actual future results may differ from expected results. I will now turn the call over to Mr. Mark Foote. Mr. Foote, please go ahead. Thanks very much, and good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining us in our call today. This afternoon, we'll be following a webcast, which includes a summary presentation of our second quarter 2021 financial results. You can find the presentation on our website under Investor Relations, Events, and Presentations. I'll provide you with some general uh, commentary, and then I'll turn the call over to Stu for comments on backlog inventory, cash, and the balance sheet. And to begin with, I'd like to draw your attention to our cautionary statement regarding forward-looking information on slides two and three, and additionally, non-GAAP and additional GAAP measures are summarized in slides 19 through 21 for your reference. If you turn to slide four, WageAx has consistently adhered to four objectives in response to the pandemic. First, to protect the health, safety, and well-being of our employees. Second, to continue to provide strong service to our customers. Third, to protect the financial health of our company. And finally, and consistent with our strategy, growing our company as conditions continue to improve. Our decisions in the second quarter and going forward to be made according to these objectives. And a summary of our actions is included in the MDNA, a news release that was issued on August the 5th. We turn to slide five. Revenue of 446 million was up 89 million or approximately 25% in the quarter. The increase in revenue resulted from increases in the sales of equipment, product support, industrial parts, and ERS, including the effect of the addition of Tundra. Excluding Tundra, total sales increased approximately 15%, and also excluding Tundra, total revenue in the second quarter of 2021 was comparable to pre-pandemic levels of the second quarter of 2019. EBIT of 30.1 million was up 10.1 million, or approximately 50% in the quarter. EBIT benefited from year-over-year increases in revenue, stronger relative margins, and the effective management of costs. With respect to the 19.9% gross profit margin rate, margins were clearly stronger than the second quarter of last year and were also improved over the first quarter slightly. Cost control continued to be excellent in the second quarter. Adjusted net earnings of 77 cents was up 29 cents or approximately 60% in the quarter, noting the adjustments that are recorded on the chart. And at the end of the second quarter, the year-to-date TRIF rate of 1.67 declined 33% as business volumes increased. We want to thank everyone on our team for their ongoing dedication to workplace safety. The entire WageAx team is committed to lowering the uncharacteristic increase in injury count we experienced to this point in the year. Our team understands the most important priority in our company is that everyone goes home safe at the end of every shift. 
concerning slide six. The company qualified for 2.1 million in wage subsidies in the quarter and allocated the gross amounts of 0.9 million and 1.2 million to cost of sales and SG&A respectively. It is important to note that the net positive effect of the subsidies in the second quarter was not material, approximately two cents a share, due to the allocation of one and a half million of the funds received uh, to future employee compensation programs. Turning to slide seven, the revenue increase of 25% in the second quarter resulted from growth in all regions. Central Canada sales of 80 million increased 8% in the quarter, due primarily to strengthen forestry, industrial parts, and ERS. Eastern Canada sales of 170 million increased 12% in the quarter, due to strengthen construction of forestry, industrial parts, and ERS, that more than offset reductions in mining that was related to a large shovel delivery in the second quarter of last year. In Western Canada sales of $195 million increased 49% in the quarter due to volume from tundra and organic growth in industrial parts, construction, and mining, which included improved product support in the oil sands. Excluding tundra, growth in Western Canada was approximately 20%. WageX continues to expect oil sands-related activity to strengthen as the year progresses. We turn to slide eight. An update on equipment and product support sales and year-over-year variances is shown on this page. Equipment sales of 141 million increased 5 million or 3%. Strength in construction, forestry, and engines and transmissions offset lower sales in mining, material handling, and power generation. The effect of supply issues and project timing affected equipment sales in the quarter. Lower mining equipment sales resulted from the large shovel deliveries in the second quarter of last year. Customer activity related to quoting for mining is currently strong. Product support sales of $113 million increased $22 million or 25% due to strength in all regions. Eastern Canada increased 29%, Central improved 10%, and Western Canada increased 29%, including stronger oil sands-related volumes. Turn to slide nine. An update on industrial parts and ERS sales and year-over-year variances are shown on this page. Industrial parts sales of approximately 114 million increased 33 million or 40%, excluding tundra. Organic growth in industrial parts was strong at 20% in the quarter. ERS sales of 68 million increased 29 million or 72% due primarily to the inclusion of Tundra. Excluding Tundra, organic growth in ERS was 19% in the quarter. I'm turning to slide 10. This slide summarizes sales at a category level for the quarter and year to date for our company's overall groupings of heavy equipment and industrial parts and services. And in the second quarter, Total growth in heavy equipment categories of 28 million or 12% was driven primarily by continued strength in construction and forestry. And total growth in industrial parts and services categories of approximately 61 million or 50% was driven by the inclusion of tundra and by organic increases in both industrial parts and ERS. Excluding tundra, total industrial parts and services revenue increased 20%. Let me turn the call over to Stu. Thanks, Mark. Uh, please turn to slide 11 for my comments on backlog. Our Q2 backlog increased 40.3 million, or 15% sequentially from the previous quarter, and increased 91.6% uh, 
91.6 million or 41% on a year-over-year basis. The sequential increase was driven primarily by higher orders in most categories, partially offset by lower mining orders. The year-over-year increase relates to higher orders in construction and forestry, material handling and power system categories, and higher orders in the industrial parts and ERS categories with the addition of Tundra's backlog. These increases were partially offset by lower mining orders. Overall backlog reflects improved momentum and increasing mix to higher relative margins in backlog due to increasing mix of industrial parts and services backlog, including Tundra. Please turn to slide 12 for an update on our current inventory levels. Inventory, including net consignment, decreased 13.3 million compared to Q1 2021 due primarily to a decrease in net consignment inventory of 11.1 million. Inventory, including net consignment, decreased 106.6 million compared to Q2 2020 as a result of lower equipment or inventory in most categories, partially offset by higher parts inventory due primarily to the acquisition of Tundra. Net consignment inventory decreased 69.3 million compared to Q2 2020. We continue to work with major suppliers with a focus on construction, forestry, and material handling equipment to attempt to secure additional inventory to meet customer demand in the second half of 2021. Please turn to slide 13 where I'll provide an, an update on cash flow and leverage. Cash flow from operating activities in the current quarter have decreased 40.6 million from Q1 2021, due primarily to a decrease in cash generated from changes in non-cash operating working capital offset partially by higher net earnings. Our Q2 leverage ratio decreased compared to Q1 from 2.04 times to 1.73 times, due primarily to the lower debt level in the current period. Cash flow results in the current quarter were positive, which contributed to a material reduction in debt and has allowed total leverage to be within the target range of 1.5 to 2 times at the end of Q2. Our available credit capacity at the end of Q2 was $286 million, which is sufficient to meet the short-term normal course working capital and maintenance capital requirements and certain strategic investments. Please turn to slide 14, where I'll provide an update on financial position. We continue to focus on working capital efficiency, which is a key component in managing our overall leverage targets. The improvement in inventory turns from Q1 2020 is due to high trailing 12-month average sales and lower average inventory levels. As previously disclosed, we continue to evaluate ways to unlock cash from the business and as such have completed a market value assessment of our real estate. In the second quarter, we entered into a sale and leaseback transaction for one of our own properties for proceeds net of transaction costs of $8.5 million. Further opportunities to sell redundant real estate as well as sale and leaseback opportunities have been identified and are being pursued in 2021. Proceeds from any real estate sales will be used primarily to repay debt. The earnings impact from any sale and leaseback transaction is not expected to be material as any gains are expected to be approximately offset by the incremental lease costs over the term of the lease. Finally, the board has approved our third quarter dividend of 25 cents per share payable on October 5th, 2021 
to shareholders of record on September 15, 2021. Please turn to slide 15 at this point. I'll hand the call back to Mark to provide a brief update on our 2021 financial outlook and concluding remarks. Thanks, Stuart. I'm going to read directly from our outlook in the presentation. Recognizing that the challenges WIJAX faced in 2020 persisted into 2021, corporations proceeding with confidence, expecting that it's positioned to exceed to succeed over the long term. In 2021, WIJAX has remained focused on the same priorities that guided us last year, protecting the health, safety, and well-being of our team, providing excellent customer service, protecting the corporation's financial health, and driving our long-term growth strategy. The corporation expects revenue associated with the acquisition of Tundra to be a significant contributor to total revenue growth in 2021. In the first and second quarters, general market conditions affecting organic growth were better than the corporation's expectations, which resulted in advanced sales, most significantly in equipment volumes. Wajax will work closely with major suppliers to manage supply chain disruptions, including specific efforts with construction, forestry, and material handling equipment suppliers to attempt to secure additional inventory to meet customer demand. In the corporation's heavy equipment categories, WIJAX will continue to focus on success in construction and forestry, mining, material handling, and power systems, including improvements in product support volumes. WIJAX has excellent growth opportunities in these categories and will continue to work closely with its supplier partners to prudently grow market share and capture aftermarket sales. In mining, the corporation has continued to experience strong customer quoting activity and is seeing improvements in oil sand related mining equipment product support. In industrial parts and ERS, WIJAX expects strong growth, including the contribution from Tundra. ERS continues to be one of the corporation's most significant opportunities, capable of growth at each point in the economic cycle. Finally, the corporation's infrastructure programs are expected to continue in 2021, including branch network consolidation and technology. Following the COVID-19-related delay in 2020, phased implementation of the corporation's new ERP system began in the second quarter of 2021. Full implementation is expected to occur over an approximately 24-month period to reduce the associated risks. And we'll now turn the call over to questions. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, will we now begin the question and answer session? Should you have any questions, please press star followed by one on your touchtone phone. You'll hear three tone brown acknowledging the request and your questions will be polled in the order they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press star followed by two. If you are using a speakerphone, please lift your hands up before pressing any keys. One moment for your first question. Your first question comes from Michael Dumay with Scotia Bank. Please go ahead. Hey, good afternoon, Mark and Stu. Hi, Mike. Hey, great quarter. Um, you know, first question: uh, Could you comment, um, you know, as to why there was a change in the consignment program associated with major supplier of excavators? And um, you know, just for um, for us, you know, should we view that as a sort of a first and last adjustment to the supplier agreement? Um, Michael. Can you just repeat the second part of your question? I just don't want to misunderstand that last part there. Um, so I guess the question is why the change and um, you know, should we expect other changes going forward? 
why the change? I think uh, in that particular case, the supplier opted to terminate the program. Really, has nothing to do with with wage It's a choice that uh, the supplier made. Um, I think that said, uh, we work pretty closely with the supplier on uh, looking at how that transition occurs, and so it's uh, not expected to have a, a negative implication on cash flow for the company. Certainly for the next call it 16, 18 months. Um, it'll start showing up on our inventory line on the balance sheet, but um, that said, we've been reporting consignment inventory for, for quite some time, so there's a fair amount of transparency there. Um, as far as other changes in supplier agreements, um, at this point in time, I'm certainly not aware of anything material. Um, that is something that would go supplier to supplier from time to time, but the company's not aware of any material changes that are expected in major supplier agreements at this point. Okay, great. Thanks for that, Mark. Um, and then maybe just going to the sales, um, you know, you indicated that equipment deliveries may have gotten a, a little bit of a lift and pull forward of customer orders. But on the other hand, it does sound like you've changed the language to be somewhat more optimistic in the medium term. I mean, is that the right read? Um, and do you expect equipment sales to remain strong in the second half? I think in our case, Michael, we we are expecting the market not to have the same momentum in the second half of the year that it had in the first half. And I think in addition for Wajax, um, we have had such a strong first half uh, inventory uh, shortages in the second half of the year are expected to uh, hurt the momentum in our equipment sales line. So I do think that the year has definitely started stronger than we thought. Um, it's possible that there's a bit more positive momentum in the second half of the year than we would have originally anticipated. Um, although we do expect the momentum in equipment sales to decline in the second half of the year simply due to inventory, lack of inventory availability in some categories, particularly construction, material handling, and uh, not necessarily as significant, but uh, uh, continuing to manage the inventory levels in our forestry equipment. That's great. That's helpful. And then maybe just one last on gross margins. Um, I think that was the strongest Q2 gross margin performance in five years. Um, obviously, a lot of moving parts, uh, and I'm sure availability is, is part of it, but it also, I'm assuming mix also um, helped drive some of that improvement. Any way you can break out the drivers and maybe just discuss the sustainability of that uh, of the margin levels? We're feeling reasonably comfortable with, with margin strength continuing for the rest of the year, Michael. Um, you know, it may bounce up and down 20 or 30 points. Uh, to the extent that equipment momentum declines, that obviously has a positive effect on margin from a mix standpoint. And um, uh, to your point, uh, inventory shortages have transferred to some degree of, of margin accretion. Uh, but we're, we're expecting the second half of the year from a margin standpoint to be, you know, reasonably comparable to the first half. Got it. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Your next question comes from Michael Tuffel with TD Securities. Please go ahead. Uh, thank you. Um, appreciate all the, the detail, uh, Mark, that you provided around Tundra's contribution to uh, to revenue in the quarter. Um, looks like it contributed around $35, $36 million. I'm just wondering if that's a reasonable um, a reasonable way to think about upcoming quarters or if there's much seasonality that we need to think about in this uh, in this business 
Um, I, I would say that um, you know, it's difficult to say, Michael. I, we're trying not to kind of forecast sales for the second half of the year, but perhaps what we could tell you is that the, the Tundra revenue in the second quarter and the first quarter for that matter was pretty much bang on our expectations. And um, the conditions for the folks at Tundra with respect to bookings and backlog and sales activity continues to be reasonably strong. Um, so we're optimistic that uh, at least as we go forward, we'll actually be able to do a little bit better than that. Okay, and and without um, asking you to, to necessarily forecast uh, what that business is gonna do, is, is there much seasonality or is that not a factor in, in that business? Um, I, you know, that's a, that's a good question, Michael. I think the, there is some seasonality with respect to shutdown season and turnarounds that are a bit different from our kind of core oil sands business because the folks at Tundra have, uh, sell much more in the conventional oil and gas business. Um, so there's a wee bit, but uh, I can't really quote it for you right now, but perhaps we could get back to you with that. Okay, that's fair. Um, in terms of the, uh, the backlog, strong quarter over quarter increase, and, and obviously year over year as well, it sounds like from your comments you saw gains in most categories, uh, so, so in that regard it sounds fairly broad-based, but I'm just wondering if, um, you know, if in terms of the contribution to, to the increase, specifically quarter over quarter, was that driven more so by any particular category or was it truly sort of very evenly or, or broadly based and very evenly distributed in terms of what actually drove the increase? I think it's probably safe to say that it's 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 a good general increase across a number of categories. We got a very lopsided year in power generation, um, so there's a bunch of backlog in there for projects coming in the second half. We continue to have some pretty good forestry backlog. Um, I think the the most exciting piece of news for us from a backlog standpoint is the composition of the industrial parts and ERS portion. As you can see from the diagram, it's it's become a you know, roughly speaking, call it half of that half of that backlog number, and the margin on that part of the backlog is obviously materially higher from a rate standpoint than it would be on the equipment backlog, which is you know the other part of it. So we had some good general success across a number of categories. There are a couple of standouts which are more timing issues, but the bigger news for us, I think, on backlog is you know the the dollar number is nice, but the, the margin contribution is actually uh, getting to the point where it's pretty exciting. Okay, that's, that's helpful, thank you. Um, in your comments when speaking about equipment sales, you, you did note that there were, uh, I think it was two large mining shovels delivered in Q2 2020. Was there anything delivered in this quarter? And then also what is the expectation for large shovel deliveries over the balance of the year? Um, we have uh, a couple shovels underway right now. Um, that said, one of them is a rental purchase shovel, so it's not going to turn into a sale till next year. And there's a more moderately sized shovel that will deliver in the third quarter. Um, there are not additional large shovels for the balance of this year uh, currently in the plan. Although, okay. as I said earlier, the quoting activity on, on mining equipment right now is generally pretty healthy out of the oil sands and out of... Uh, metallurgical coal, so um, hopefully we'll have some additional news on shovel deliveries uh, by the time we close the third quarter. 
Okay. And sorry, just to be clear, did, did I understand then that as far as the balance of the year, there is one to go in the third quarter at, at this point, but it's, it's on the smaller side? Yeah, it's a moderately sized. It's like half the size. It's a 3,600, so it's half the size of the big EX8000s. Um, and there's a 5,600, which is uh, going to a customer on a rental purchase deal, as I said, so that'll convert to a sale next year. Okay, and nothing in Q2 2021? Uh, don't believe so, no. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Michael. A 3,600 was in Q2. I see. So call that... Um, about $8 million or so, I think. Okay. All right, that's uh, that's helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as a final reminder, if you have any questions, please press star 1. There are no further questions at this time. Mr. Foote, you may proceed. Uh, well, that's it for us today. Thank you very much for your time, and we look forward to talking to you at the end of the third quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.